It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. All right, everyone. It is Wade McWayne and Ryan Cull are here. Hello. Uh, NFL in London week eight is is done. Um, man, how are we feeling so far halfway through the season? I, I think there's a lot of teams being like, uh, a lot of fans being like, I thought we were supposed to be good. I think that's the... It's the, the multiverse. That I is think like, we're in a multiverse. I the don't the know. probably opinion that goes across the most teams was, hey, weren't we supposed to be good? Yeah. Because it feels like all the teams that we thought, like, we just watching a couple of days ago, we got Cincinnati just get absolutely walked over. Well, by yeah, Jacoby Brissett. You're, you're the defending AFC champion. You just get walked over by the backup quarterback. Ohio, like, that's like a brotherly um, fight. Yeah, exactly. That's hard. So. It's hard to gauge the rest of the season. Like, th- those two guys... Yeah, it's weird. It's like a that backyard fight. You're like, those two do each other. I don't believe that fully affects the Bengals well, and season. All we heard but, like, yeah. about, and all we heard about, just talk about a few of the games last week. I could with Joe Burrow is that they spent all this money and all this stuff to get that offensive line fixed. It looks exactly the same, if not worse. Well, yeah, they, yeah. And, and it just, maybe it's just like, maybe it's one of the coach, maybe it's offensive line coach. Maybe it's not these guys because... Or Joe Burrow's hanging on to it too long. I know we lost Jamar Chase, but they've just been a mess all year. Like you think they're gonna like they're, he has that game, and then you're like, oh, they're back getting on a nice rhythm, and then completely flat. And I can't imagine it's just because Chase that does hurt, but not the beating they took. So it doesn't. Monday. We should also mention there was a London game too. The London. Oh, game oh yeah, so you can talk. About, yeah, let's give Russ a little. Uh, we have been shitting on Russ all all year. Let's give him a little credit. Ah, uh, well, look, I yeah, that nice drive at the end. To, yeah. to win the game, right? Threw a couple nice deep balls. I mean, usually his his late drives are are akin to those of Tiger Woods. You know, like uh, they weren't good. Uh, and it was surprising that he connected what, on the um, what driving into his house or uh, driving the, uh, just you know course. his last you know Tiger Woods go driving late at night. It never ended well. It never ended. Yeah, Tiger's no. late drives never ended well, and neither did uh, Russ's as, as of recent. So Russ, years. yeah, I don't know. I thought they looked uh, again the Jags. To me, it's just, you know what's funny is the best the Jags have looked over the last, like, five years has been with Gardner Minshew. And Minshew, yeah. you look at Minshew's stats, because I think him and um, Lawrence have probably played some of the like, same amount of games for them. Yeah. And it, it's not even close. Like, Minshew is destroying them by every single metric. So, to me, it's like, this has not been... A good start for Trevor Lawrence. I Minshew think a lot of was people, the mania, and now he's I on a lot uh, of, Philly. Philly recognized that. Yeah, and you're, you're, I think a lot of people are re, are just shaking their heads, thinking this guy was supposed to be the next Andrew Luck. He looks completely lost most of the time. He threw another terrible interception uh, near the red zone in that in the red zone in that game. And it's just they all they do is they drive down the field and then shoot themselves in the foot. The only thing that they have is Travis Etienne, who looks incredible. Every week, he just looks better and better. Looks like he's going to be one of the best. He's going to be that guy that takes your fantasy to the next level. He's going to take your fantasy away. I'm going to take your fantasy away, Woody. Uh, <laughs> everyone who knows Cheers knows that. The, the one main thing I would say about that game, which was my daughter was at the game. Um, but um, that, so I had picked the score. I had picked 18-13. And, and then I was like, two minutes left. I'm like, I'm looking good. I'm, I'm going to look good in front of my daughter. And then the last minute touchdown, Russ scores it, and you had picked uh yeah, I was very close to it. Yeah, you were damn close to it. And my daughter's like, Well, Ryan's right. And I was like, yeah. damn it, damn it. <laughs> so um, yeah, 
way to way to impress my kid in front of me, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, no, but it was one of those games. It was low scoring. Uh, everyone seemed to, it, it, the way it ended. I mean, it started off slow, really slow. Uh, it was one of those things where you're like uh, fire, like throw more gas on it. It's going to go throw more gas. And then it finally did. Uh, and it ended, you know, for the for the, the fans it ended well. Uh, I think yeah, they got still, a good game. You know, and I think it's been a, it was a pretty successful game. Games this year, a lot better. Got, well, I wouldn't say a lot better. There was no great, great. And dramatically, that, that, that to me, yeah. that seemed to be the best game. And you know, from all the shit Russ has taken from everyone, I think Tim to get that win was was huge. It was a nice um, last minute draw. It was the the whole plays to put it together. It was one of those things you got. Yeah, Russ, eight years ago, you wouldn't even thought about it. He would have just done it. And then Russ of two years ago, or even you'd be like, oh, he's not. There's no cooking here. You got to throw more gas on it. And he did it, and so good on them. And so he didn't the have to do any high kicks on the on the ride home. He just sat and watched the film like a normal human being. No, no, no. Apparently, he was giving uh, he was doing butt lunges. I I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, the one your game here's the you know, Detroit Lions man. Your game pissed me off. They had the they had them like two 14 point leads on these guys, and they still lose it. Um, Miami yeah. comes back on this one. This game was. Oh. Well, again, it was like we talked about. We said it was going to be a high-scoring game. And high it was. scoring. It's just like everyone Detroit plays. They just um, blew the back doors. It just loud it open for them. It's, it's just, just, and now what we've seen kind of, um, especially thinking of last week, and now you're seeing all the trades that have happened over the week or over over literally the last day, um, how it's just changed all these teams now, the way you look at it and the way you would like even kind of bet them, like someone like Detroit who's now given up Hawkinson, which was kind of a weird a weird one for me. I didn't really understand that. Trade. Yeah, I mean, we'll get... so we should get into some of the. Well, we'll get into. I just wanted to do we'll a couple do a games. Couple I want to touch on. I want to touch on the fact that the Raiders got blown out. All right. Yeah. The Saints. The Raiders got. The Raiders got. Then we all talked at the start of the season. They were going in. This is week eight is done, and the Raiders twenty four to nothing. They they couldn't even put anything together against the Saints. The Josh Jacobs, you know, Carr. You've come off a bye. You've come off a bye, and you put up a donut, like. It's just yeah. to me, it was. And it wasn't even that they didn't even cross midfield till about um like three minutes left in the fourth when Derek Carr was out. Like it's been a disaster. Like Derek Carr, the Saints been, D will give him you know give the Saints D credit, but there the, the, is something the, the, seriously there was, wrong. There was such this. a fun now. Now apparently, what I had heard, and apparently the rumor was, is that there was a sickness. There was some sort of disease. But like fifteen guys apparently in the locker room had it. And apparently the reason they couldn't play, it was like all these guys had like a, a, a fluey poopy bug. Um, I want to talk. Uh, I guess that's what you kind of have to say after a result like that. It better be because like that was atrocious. I think the rate. And then you have Joshua Daniels, who his first stint, he was like one and done. He was I think, yeah. well, maybe maybe good done a couple of years, but it was not a success. Another chance. And just reports like don't sound like he's this master motivator that's going to be able to turn this ship i don't know man he he feels like he smells like it and i think we're watching Derek cars last year because you're in vegas yeah. they need a big time name so if uh, i'm and i you're having Aaron mark davis rogers Aaron you know what i mean and they, rogers and let's talk about yeah so Aaron Rodgers to Vegas, to me it makes sense him and Devontae I'm, reunited yeah. again with that whole team oh my god oh my god Honestly, if i'm green bay i am trading Aaron Rodgers after this year yes and because it makes absolutely no sense not to. Because, first of all, get some draft picks. You'll probably be able to get two number maybe not two number ones. It's going to be pretty old, and depending on how bad this year goes. But you're going to get one. 
And if I'm Green Bay, I am absolutely ship shopping him because you can maybe get start things with Love, get him going, get him with the young receivers, build this team because you've got this old guy who's trying to who's on his last legs. He has no patience for them. Uh. You know, trade him, get something out of it because they looked like even in Buffalo, even though they were they they were a lot better. They just yeah. ran it all the time, and they were just—they were just—it almost seemed like they were playing not to get blown out. And you've got Where Aaron Rodgers. They probably... needed to pass, and they just ran it the whole second half. Yeah. You're like, okay, you're down three scores. Go ahead and run it. It's uh, that that game. I mean, yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers again. Imagine he's sort of the old guy who's like going to them. You know, I was I was on Game of Thrones. Yeah. They're like, like it... how's the dragons? No, no, it was Game of Thrones. And especially <laughs> if they didn't even get a, a receiver in the in the trade deadline, oh. I think I I would be shocked if they don't be like, listen, dude, we'll trade you somewhere. Not I mean, someone's gonna take him. Like, look at the Jets. Yeah. Look at the Jets. Do you tell me the Jets? Who actually have a pretty decent team if Zach Wilson doesn't stop throwing it to the other team? And what play, a good quarterback! Never Derek. played football before. Uh, like, the one, if, yeah. And you give him, you put it with that. If unfortunately he doesn't have Brees Hall, but you know he's got he's got so, they still have so much talent on that team. You you know Carter. Yeah, you, you've got Barrios. You know, there's a lot of guys that stepped up on that team. They drafted. They had so many team, so many players. Uh, a wealth of them. You don't even know what to do with it. The one uh, one game I, I got to talk about because we watched it here with a friend of ours. Uh, and I want to talk about DJ Moore, who fantasy uh, buckled <laughs> so many people by taking off his helmet. Uh, this game was done. Uh, and then, yeah, and then what, uh, what, a, what a ridiculous uh, And then the uh, just one of those. This is that, that kicker, poor kicker. And then you just watch that. And then it was like, Atlanta, how. You lost that game, and then how you ended up winning is just even more hilarious because they just kept missing kicks, went down. It was, but now you're getting Cordell Patterson back. If I'm, yeah. but I'm still, if I'm Atlanta, I'm still not sold on Mariota. You, you can't sell me on him now. I've seen enough, and no. I don't see how. I think you can't really change because I get you're technically in first place. Yeah. But if I'm them, like I don't see you're gonna get that much difference going to the backup. Here's, the first here's, round, third round pick. And you're summing off something we just talked about. Here's an Atlanta should trade for Gardner Minshew. There we go. Imagine yeah. Gardner Minshew there we, there we on go. the Atlanta I Falcons. I think that would be a per. He's got a perfect running I combination. Know. He knows they hand it off. He's benched. Why should Minshew mania? I'm sitting know why on a bench. Everyone, he must maybe like Minshew just bangs your wife or something. No, because they've does. got Jalen Hurts. They're, they're, because they, it's why like, they, well, what the Eagles, Eagles, Eagles are just going to bench him. Why they need him? But that's yeah. what I mean. Why or why doesn't anyone want Minshew though? It seems like nobody seems to want this guy. No, the Eagles do. They're, he's their backup. He's their no, I know, one. but why doesn't anyone want him to start for the team? Well, well I think I his think eight, his there's a lot of quarterbacks. If I'm if I'm Indy, I'd rather Minshew than Ellinger. Yeah, I think a lot of people would rather have the Minshew Mania. The Minshew Mania brings T-shirts. The Minshew Mania brings mustaches. The Minshew Mania guarantees November is sold out. Yeah, man. Honestly. It just it seems silly. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. We'll finish on this. Later, so we'll, we'll get into the 49ers though too. But McCaffrey, the 49ers, man, Rams suck. God, yeah. they got beat. That that's. McCaffrey set a whole bunch of records. He's uh he's looking good in this team. 49ers are now like 
They've got this heart pump again. They're revived. They've got the the bamboo ba- baboon heart in them to, to keep going. Yeah, you're almost watching and being like, how did you guys even win the Super Bowl? <laughs> like, yeah. this team just does not look good. They like, Matt that Stafford looks injured like he is. And then they have no one outside of Cooper Cup who's, even him has been, it's been a struggle because he's got nobody on the other side. Like, they have no running game. They have this whole Cam Akers thing. They got no defense. Apparently, they offered like two first round picks for Brian Burns. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. This team's going to be a disaster. I can see like Sean McVay being like, yeah, I'm out in like a year or two. It's like, I'm going on TV because this rebuild's going to be rough when you got and, no draft picks. It will. I mean, so the 49ers, they get, they get Christian McCaffrey, big trade. They send Jeff Wilson uh, to Miami. Now, Miami, as we all know, we'll get in this trade because this whole thing in Miami, this whole tunsil and the way things have worked out and and how many how many players have been traded in for it. I mean, you look at what's gone in for this whole, you know, the Trey Lance, the Broncos, the Bradley Chubb, uh, the Dolphins for return for Tunsil have gotten Tyreek Hill, Bradley Chubb, Jalen Waddell, Javon Holland, and Noah in Gubag. I'm not gonna, I can't pronounce it. <laughs> but it you know, and you look at all of this, and this is sort of the whole thing that Miami has leveraged all of these draft picks and these trades and made a big play yeah, for it. They felt great. They got Bradley Chubb now. So this is Miami basically saying, All right, yeah, the defense is, is allowing some some points. So let's try to shore this up again and, and add in the Chubster. I Man. think it's 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 well, it's a few things. It's number one, it's a vote of confidence in Tua completely because you got no draft picks anymore unless you're still planning the brady route and this is just like ah we'll just see how it goes that could be the case because you know i think you still got to see Tua. you know Tua played had this great game last week and he was fantastic he that was, was yeah excellent but he was playing the one of the worst the worst defense in football right now he's giving up wow. points to everyone where a week ago against pittsburgh he struggled so again you got to see him he's got what the bears this weekend Yes. yes. The Bears this week. And and you know what? We've traded some of our, our defense away, but we're still we still Again, have some good so, D. We still got a good D man. But there's no no denying like that they feel like they're this is their time. And I think they feel that they beat the Bills a couple weeks ago. Give them credit for that. But then I think that they know that if you're gonna be able to beat people like Josh Allen, which is the same reason they got Vaughn Miller, is you've got to be able to just rush four. Mm-hmm. And so you can sit, but you can't be blitzing guys like Josh Allen and Mahomes because they'll kill you. On that, and Miami, unfortunately, has had, I think they're like 25th in the league yeah. in defense. Um, so to me, they they got this is a smart move, but Very it's also move. risky. But it's risky because this is not a guy who's top five. They just gave him 68 million guaranteed. I just read a couple hours ago. Yeah. So this is, and he's been injured the last couple of years. He's played. Missed almost two seasons out of the last three. So it's a gamble. We'll see. But I at least respect that the Dolphins are going to make the AFC East really interesting and really fun down down the stretch, especially that game in December in Buffalo. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a sign. I mean, we talk about the bad things that happen after you leave London. The Broncos pretty much just started dismantling their defense. Like, hey, the Broncos have such a great defense. Let's break it apart and sell it. So, I I mean, Chubb gone. uh, Jake Martin. I mean, so I mean, it's. I get it. Uh, the Broncos I think it's will smart. not suffer. I don't think Denver, you got to get rid of. Yeah, break the pieces down. I don't think down. Denver was obsessed. I don't think Denver was going to re-sign Chubb. I think they were the fact that Russ has been so bad and the offense has been so bad. They're like, shit. We can get a first-round pick back, no matter what. That's great. Yeah. Um, so that'll really because especially if they're going to have none for the next two years, 
maybe even three. I don't know how many they gave up. I think only two. But what? so it's, it's like, smart of them. I think yeah. they still have Randy Gregory. They still have lots of other guys. I I think that was a good move by Denver to get that much. Miami really, especially now to pay them that much. They they got a lot of money invested, and they're going to have Tua and Jalen Waddle to pay soon. So it's going to be the the tax man's coming. But the, the, unlike the what the Rams did with the tax man basically being you leveraged your future, um, I don't think the Dolphins really leveraged their future per se. Is they just no, traded they assets they already had. They, what I mean, they, they, they already good future. So these are just pretty much trading your assets in, going basically. Yeah, we think not only can we maybe re- make a run at it this year, but maybe next year. Yeah, which is tough with the Bills. They, but but you got to go for it. You know, they'll still and, have Tua on his on his rookie contract, so they well, can still they can afford to do this. That's the beauty of the rookie contract. And when it disappears, that's when things get tough, and that's when you need your quarterback to kind of hide all the things you're not able to fix because of you're paying him forty five million a year. And, and every, now. everyone wants to see that battle because maybe that's the battle of the future. It's Josh Allen versus Tua, six foot five versus five foot six. Who will be the dominant? Yeah, I think we know. Um, but the, the Broncos, now, if you're a fantasy owner um, and you've got Chase Edmonds and you've got Jeff Wilson, um, yeah, th- those are different. A lot of running backs, you know, sort of moved as well, uh, you know, if you're because uh, the Broncos. Uh, Dolphins and Broncos. Chase Edmonds now moved to there. Uh, now Zach Moss and Naheem Hines have also changed teams. The Colts and Bills trade running backs. Zach Moss. Yeah, I think that's a nice little trade. I think the Bills did a good job. I think they wanted James Cook maybe to be a bit more further along than he is. Yeah. I think that they, they were expecting him to maybe just come out the gates being that guy they can dump it off to. And I think now that they're like, listen, man, we're in the playoffs. We need a sure-handed guy. And Naheem Hines is an underrated player. He He's he's one of those sneaky guys that you don't notice him, but like a James White, so like a, that type of guy that I think when Josh Allen gets in trouble, he's going to be a nice safety valve for him and maybe be able to kind of feel the space better than James Cook. So I think – for Buffalo, really losing Zach Moss is no lot. I think it's a good move, and I think Naheem Hines, even as a punt returner, is going to help this team. So you got to keep adding weapons. And if they, again, there's still the uh, whole question of OBJ and what's going to happen with him. I well, guess yeah, I mean, it is, to... look, you got an ACL, right? And an ACL was operated in, in in April. So I mean, you start even yeah. if he comes no, back. No, you only want him ready for the playoffs, basically. Well, I mean, is is he is he rehabbing? Is he training? You know, like that's well, the I'm whole sure thing with rehabbing. an ACL. Well, but then and then so it's also like he came back and yeah, he came back and and he helped a, a Rams team secure it in the end. He was like a relief pitcher, a relief wide receiver, if you will. So I mean, does anyone really want to invest a future in a guy who's a reliever? I I don't see him as a a long-term investment he's not a guy you'd want to leverage or put a lot of money in he's a guy you offer a couple million and go yeah we need you to win a super bowl but i i couldn't see him i don't know it's just not a long term he's too broken yeah he's just uh speaking of broken the bears we've broken up some of our d um roquan smith first off get rid of him uh roquan didn't want to be there 25 years old uh, yeah, why do I want to be in Chicago when I could be in the thriving city of Baltimore? That's where they did the wire. But, um, you know, the Ravens need uh, an inside linebacker. Uh, the Bears had a guy who wasn't happy, but we're still developing and nourishing like a like a flourishing little butterfly. 
our defense as we get the pieces and we're still good. Um, and we get rid of him, yeah, Roquan Smith, and and you know we get some cash, uh, get some trade well, picks. It, yeah, again, you got a second rounder, which then um, yep. I think it was a second rounder. Yeah, which I think is good. I think you needed again, Roquan Smith. The fact that you're going to have to pay him all this money when I think you, there's just a lot of yeah other problems that you're just going to be paying this guy like close you to wanted to leave begin with, and the and the cost when he left was going to be big. Well, it's anyway. just it's not really a position that. That's a game changer, especially when you're in the midst of um, kind of a rebuild and getting your main focus right now should be uh, Justin Fields. I think the Bears are in a good spot. They've got like 100 million in cap space. Get another draft pick. They brought in Chase Claypool, which even though it seems like a lot, but again, if he can be rookie, like the one who had the potential as a rookie who caught 10 touchdowns, uh, he can be great. I, I think, I think. Justin Fields the last few weeks has at least shown he's actually the most competent quarterback of that class. Yeah. When it looked like he was a disaster in the first couple of weeks, he's really, they've kind of just embraced the just go play football and yeah, it's, it's starting just... to work. And I'm excited at least that at least the bears are like, all right, let's get this guy something. We may have overpaid. Who knows if he plays great, he didn't overpay, but it's yeah. going to be a pretty high second round pick. So that, to me, is what's a bit like you really couldn't have got him for third. I think you probably could have got him for third, but you were fighting with the Packers for him, who apparently wanted him as well. So I guess you just had to. They just they thought well, you're you not getting him into a vision guy. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's guys that weren't happy, and I I really like the new coaching, and I, I think that as you say, this new style of play when there's nothing to lose, when people were fetting us, as some people say, oh, the Bears are, won't win a game all season, um, and we do. Well, we've won a few. In fact, uh, a few beatings in the Cowboys game. I will say to our credit last weekend when the Cowboys and they threw up a bunch of good stuff on us, a lot of it, bad picks and stuff. But we th- I've never seen the Bears team answer points like that. Like in the past decade, anytime the Bears like, OK, now it's time to rally. We've never rallied. We've never Rex Grossman and thrown 20, you know, three scores. We've never been able to do that. All of our quarterbacks have been limp. And the fact that you've got this guy that can suddenly rally and throw points, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We've always relied on our D and this guy can suddenly do it. So now it gets me to the point of adding Chase Claypool, um, which, you know, it was a bit of a, you, you give up a bit, but he wasn't happy on the Steelers. But this adds a big dimension because, you know, Mooney's a tiny kind of, he's guy, he's a little guy, but Claypool is a big wide receiver. And this gives the Bears a little bit. I think this... I, I, I'm interesting to see. And it's also interesting to what it's done to Aaron Rodgers too, because he's got to look at this and go, you know, or anyone, how come I didn't get this? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's a good trade. I think it's a good thing for the bears to be able to pick up, but Rodgers at least had to look at that and see that Chase Claypool is available. And, and if that, yeah, that's what I mean. That's why it feels like the writing's on the wall. I think the Packers probably are thinking this as well because that's why they're just like, listen, we're not going to give up an asset for this guy to just fuck out. Let's just build it. <laughs> and it's going to be hilarious because they're going to like they're going to trade Rodgers and then they're going to draft like a, a beast receiver for the yeah, first sure. time ever. And I know, there's no doubt in my mind that's what will happen. And yeah. I think they'd be crazy not to, especially unless the season can turn around for them. Um but I think the Bears at least are trying to do some stuff. And I think that they have a lot of money in the offseason. To me, let's get through this season. Let's see some improvements. Um, because you got some pieces, the Bears, but you still got a lot of work. But you have the money and the cap. you need the capital now. 
it'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting the next couple of weeks adding Claypool and, and see what it does. I'm not expecting any big results, you know. Well, not uh, for at least a few weeks. Yeah, no, but I mean, it just you, you expect that uh, you know maybe we might pip the Packers and then watch the Vikings succeed. The the one the one interesting trade I am interested in though is the Falcons trading Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars. Now, yeah, not only because so he we don't even they say he can't play till next year, but the, it hasn't been ruled on. Like it, it may be beyond that. So it's a pretty true. Big, I don't think it will be though. You wouldn't think so, and I mean like. With the amount of people beating their spouses or running over people or shooting people, and this guy lived in a state where he opened a betting app on his phone and he stupidly bet. Why would you bet on the Falcons? But he did. And And he bet him to beat the Jags, who he got traded to, which is hilarious. And he got to beat the (laughs) Jags and, and stupid, but... You know, does the NFL have a gambling aware program within its players? I doubt it. Well, I don't. I doubt it. I doubt it because you you go to different states in America. It's not the same here. You can go to one state like Nevada. It's illegal. You go to another state where you can bet on your phone. Yeah, or just know you get someone to do the bet for you. You know what I mean? You got to know this. And so, yeah, so he messed up. Well, you shouldn't have. And still, uh, season, no. But I don't know why they needed to trade him now. Like, it wasn't really really make any sense because they couldn't trade him in the offseason when it made get more value for him and like it's a great trade i think for jacksonville because i think yeah you know the whole thing with him walking away from the team the relationship is broken i think they just wanted to get rid of him it's like he's someone else's problem now if he gets the suspension goes more he's not pete rose no like he's just a young kid who did something stupid and he got less games than deshaun watson or got more games than deshaun watson so uh, yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was a really good trade for Jacksonville. I think it's going to help them next year. and Because, again, I'm, I'm sorry, but if you thought Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, and and Marvin Jones were going to be this receiving core threat, for, they're still not doing enough to, to help Lawrence. He has no weapons. So I think someone like Ridley could actually really help them next year. Lawrence has just got to get through this year without being a complete disaster. Yeah, no, a lot of the expectations haven't panned out, but uh, it's just weird. It's an interesting trade to make during the season. Um, it do, you know, it would be funny, though, just to think about it. If Deshaun Watson actually was using the masseuses to make bets, <laughs> maybe that was the whole thing. Like, all the masseuses were making bets for them, and that was the whole thing. Uh, and he only got four games, but he could have run, been running a betting empire. Yeah. <laughs> um, the last, uh, we'll talk about the last trade one. The big one is interesting. Uh, an NFC North internal trade, which you, you didn't, you wouldn't normally see, especially with a key player like a guy who you drafted, uh, a key draft pick that you just give away to your biggest rival, TJ Hawkinson. Um, yeah, uh, I, I didn't really get that either, especially for like a second. Yeah, and um, you're like, this is for this is for we, we he, he was drafted a high round. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, and again, you have Jamison Williams who's injured; he's going to come yeah. back. You know, you have Amon St. Brown. If you have Hawkinson and De- DeAndre Swift, you get a quarterback next year, the top five pick, you're golden. You're yeah. golden. Your team's looking great. And then you give them to a division rival. Yeah. I didn't really get it at all. It didn't really. Especially like Hawkinson's good. Like, again, he's not. I don't think you were going to get a first round pick for a tight end ever. But I just wouldn't trade him within the division. He's going to come back and haunt you. And so yeah. it's a great trade by Minnesota. Really helps Kirk Cousins. 
going to really help. Actually, the whole offense. Jefferson is going to help Jefferson. He's going to basically bust open everyone, everyone. every side and, and create opportunities for Justin Jefferson to get open. Basically, that's what they're doing. It's like, we need someone to beat the crap out of people and also be open and also make opportunities for Jefferson. So you just, it's like the two of them. If you got two of them on one side, the big guy on the right, and then the other guy deep, oh man, it's crazy. Uh, I think it's it for the big trades or anything that's going on this week. The only yeah, other thing we got... It was exciting. I love the trade deadline. It's, it's like love the, the trade deadline. It was so exciting. Become, it was one of those things in the UK that we wake up. It's like, what happened? What's, what's Santa brand? What happened, Santa? It's become um, really fun. It's become really fun. We do have a uh, the Thursday night football. Ugh. It's uh, the Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Houston Texans. Um, Eagles, obviously, have got their, their, their team ready to, to run over everyone. Uh, and also, if they're a baseball team and they both win, oh, God, I think we both don't want that. It's like a double power. Uh, it's a Thanos kind of yeah. thing. Uh, and then they're facing the Houston Texans. Eagles are favored by 13 and a half. Yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't, right? Brandon Cooks isn't playing. Like, who are they throwing to? They have absolutely no offense. Yeah. Look how many they gave up 200 yards to Derrick Henry last week. And Philly's an even better running team. Like, this is going to be ugly. I might actually just bet, just put a little bit of money on the cover because I can't see any way. Is it, what, is it in Philly? It, no, it's in Houston. And even, that's why so. I'm not taking 13 and a half. Houston's I a swan. I, I think, I think. They're going to just walk all over them. I think Houston's not a good team. They're not going to be able to keep up. Um, I, 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 see, I see a beatdown. I see like a 35 to 13 win. No, I, I agree with you. I had this a 20, 20, uh, 28 to 5, 28 to 6. Originally I had this, but then I just remember Houston and at home. I'm vacillating. I'm, I'm going to have to think about this one right before the game because I know that Houston at home, and I also know that the way the NFL has been going, and I've been kicked in the Douglas nuts. The past few weeks, the big spreads have not helped me. And a 13 and a half point spread, as appetizing as that is, I want to take it. And then I'll just realize they'll lose by 12. So I'm going to look at it as like something that's going to be like 28-16, where Philadelphia win, but it's Houston at home. And they'll get 16 points and Philadelphia at theirs, but it'll be 12 points. So I'm going to go with Houston just to barely make it because 13 and a half, it's a snot hair. But that little snot hair is sometimes... And what you get in betting. Uh, that's it, folks. Thanks a lot for listening. I uh, hope you enjoy. And uh, and maybe you like our picks. Make sure you check us out on Facebook. Make sure you check us out on Instagram. And uh, yeah, until next time.